So today's topic is conflict resolution in relationships. And we all know that this is a necessary topic because who doesn't have conflict in relationships? However, it's not always about the conflict because that's inevitable to some extent. But it is all about how you handle the conflict, how you deal with it together, and how you move onward from it, hopefully for it not to be a reoccurring deal. So for this reason, we're going to get right to it. And I wanted to bring in some guests that I felt could add some value to the conversation. And most importantly, I wanted to bring in a, bring in a male perspective, because as you guys know, we really struggle on this podcast to get men on here. So we're going to start out with Mr. Brandon, if you want to introduce yourself to the people. Hello, people. Um, I'm Brandon Hopkins. Uh, I'm excited to be with this podcast. And y'all can follow me on Instagram, bhopkins91. I also do photography. So Perfect, perfect. Okay, look, we have a talk. Yes, and then we have our one and only uh, Mrs. Jordan in the building. You did a lot of stuttering on my name. No, hey, no. y'all. Happy no. Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. I apologize. And then we do have two ladies who are remote. Um, they've called in to add to the conversation. We have someone in Atlanta and in DC. So in Atlanta, who do we have? This is Jaquita. Hello. I'm so happy to be here with you all tonight. I have listened to basically all the episodes except Yay. for the past three. A sister has a new job and I have not okay. had time. <laughs> Well, they will be there for you to catch up, and we are so happy to have you and glad that we can have an yes. active listener on here so you know how it goes. And last but not least, we have Miss Leona on the line. Hey, everyone. I am the same as Miss Jaquita. I love the episodes. I forced my boyfriend to listen to them with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just happy to be here and actually get to be Wonderful. Here. We are happy to have you all. Um, so we are going to get right to it. So starting out. We all know people fight, you know, in relationships, we know they fight. But what would you guys say is at the core of being a person who can peacefully resolve a conflict in a relationship if they truly wanted to? And this is applicable to beyond romantic relationships. So what would y'all say, yeah, is that the core of a person who can really have a conflict with somebody and peacefully resolve it and get past it? And I ask this question because in my past relationships, as you all know, um, I really struggled to find a partner who I was able to have a conflict with and the conflict didn't last for days. I feel like months. We were arguing, fighting, and we at the end of the day, we had to just like agree to disagree. And most times I feel like I was never satisfied. So what we want to say, I guess, is at the core or you have a trait or traits that you have to have in order to be able to peacefully resolve conflict. Don't everybody go um, Okay. I, <laughs> go ahead. I got it. So I think you need to have, you know, the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> within yeah. you because uh, it takes it takes a while to get that peace and to understand that everything isn't you know worth stressing over and I think once you you know get to know the Lord you, it kind of comes with that relationship so that people don't piss you off or you don't stay as agitated when you're dealing with each other all day and that makes sense about in my I would say what four or five years now and my I would say just my spiritual journey whether that be you know whether it be church whether it be listening to things whether it be reading things it's come along to the point where I protect my peace at all costs but I would say four or five mm -hmm. years ago I wasn't trying to protect my peace I was trying to win the argument you know so that's why I'm at a point where I'm asking like what do you have to have at the core and I, I think that is one core thing what the rest of y'all think 
So I would say that um, you need to be at peace with yourself. Okay. Um, Many of us are battling ourselves daily. So one, you have to sit down and just have that time with yourself and meditate and figure out why you are battling with yourself. What do you like about yourself? What don't you like about yourself? And figure out how to please yourself and not please others. You can be by yourself. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So for for me, I had to come to the point that a lot of beliefs um, and values that were placed upon me growing up may not be what I actually actually believe in. So you have to. You have an example. Um. Just to be real, um, that's what we want. <laughs> I had to understand that being judgmental of others and how they live their lives, just based okay. on certain beliefs, you had to, in order to be at peace with yourself, you had to. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna jump in, but I'm gonna take it a step deeper. Judgmental as far as what we like to be real, real on here. Oh, just how people live their lives, like the type of relationships that they enter into, why they make the decisions that they make, why people spend their money, how they spend their money versus they should do it this way. A lot of times when you're judging others, you're judging yourself and you're not living okay. your true life. Okay. And I think it goes what you just kind of touched on. You said sometimes people judge in a point of, you know, you got to wait to marriage to do this or you can't do this until you got a husband. Yeah, you got to exactly. get married. That's yeah. what the old folks say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so like in church saying and they self saying they virgins, you know, but that, that, we all know what happened. I agree with that. And I will say I had this growing up. Of course, I am an attorney, which is what I always wanted to be. But I thought my life was go to college, go to law school, make the highest grade possible, graduate from law school, get married, get a house, have kids, you know, and by doing that, you are the best person ever. Like you're better than anybody else. And that's not true. You know, that's not how things go. So I'm now at peace. I mean, I think I would say now I'm 34. I was at peace and I was like 28, 29 when I started figuring out that's not how it's going to go. Yeah. So now I'm just like, okay, whenever things happen, it will happen. I know I have to take actions to actively date in order to get married and do things to have kids. But I'm at peace because I know when it's my time, it will be my time. And I'm out here having fun, living life, doing whatever I want to do. Right, right. And you have to be at peace to do those things successfully anyway. What would you say? You were about to say something, Crystal. What do you think? I was just going to say, so the thing that came to my mind was maturity. Mm. So being in past relationships, there's always been, you know, that tipper tat or, you know, those situations where we want to be right or, you know, we want to have the final word or we want to prove a point. Um, But I just feel like once you get to a certain point of maturity, like certain things don't matter. And you mentioned it. It doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship. It could be these petty helpers that I work with at work (laughs) because I tell people all the time, like, for me, you yeah. have to find like a a, a zone yeah. that reminds you why you're why why you're doing what you're doing. Right. So for me, I'm a social worker. Yeah. So I meet the most dysfunctional people. Like I tell people all the time, I can write a book. Yeah. Because you just don't understand the amount of foolishness that's out here. Yeah. But there are days where people will irritate 
the the fine hair back of my neck. Uh, I gotta calm down. Yeah. So yeah. for me, what I've done in my desk at the bottom drawer, I pull out that drawer mm-hmm. and it's one of them like little hook folders. Yeah. I got a hook folder and inside that I have a, a vanilla envelope. Okay. And inside that I have a mailing envelope. Okay. So when I get pissed off, I sit at my desk, I try to style, I open that drawer, I go in that little folder, I get in the yellow envelope, and then I take out the envelope mm-hmm. and it's a piece of paper that I unfold. Okay. And once I unfold it, it is a printout of my next check. And I tell myself, bitch, get it together. Because okay. <laughs> you got a check coming and then I count down the days. I get paid every two weeks and we three days, I'm gonna say, Hey, look, you got what? Day, you finna get another check that's yeah. gonna look like this. Yeah. Then I fold it up, I put it back in that folder, back in that vanilla envelope, back in that <laughs> and I close that drawer up and I keep it moving. And you gotta get some method to your magic. It's a method. So you you know, yeah, and when you have that thin line of maturity, you know, things will just roll off. It becomes bigger than just, you know, proving a point or being right, especially when you about someone we yeah. care about a person mm-hmm. um what i learned and me and delorean shared this on one of your other episodes mm-hmm. um we went to premarital counseling right and we learned a term that we use now which is die to self you die gotta self. and we do it when we have our moves when we irritated we even humorous stuff when yeah. we eat pizza and he know I'm hungry and my inner fat kid is not full. I'm gonna be like, you know, I want that slice of pizza. He be like, but you, I be like, look, die to self, you know. And who else say it first? Right. Slice of pizza. Gotta be unselfish. Boundaries. That's a huge yes. part of being having peace in a relationship. That would protect my peace the most, especially in 2020, because I had a couple of health scares in 2019 to the point where I was like, I'm not going to allow people, places, or things to stress me out on any level. Mm-hmm. And if that means I'm, yeah. I'm doing too much, control my partner or control a family member, or I'm trying to force a certain outcome, again, that goes back to control. I think that we just have to be yeah. mature enough to raise those things. If I set this boundary, this allows nobody else to come into my space that I don't want. And this also allows me to not step outside the parameters that I need to step outside of to make sure that I'm operating from a peaceful space. So I think absolutely the spirituality plays a role. The maturity plays a role. Setting the boundaries plays a role. And what would you say, Brandon, for you plays a role in being able to peacefully resolve conflict? Uh, for me, I say patience. A lot of people yes. don't have that. Mm. So when it comes to maturity, maturity need to have patience with people like we always we just such impatient people that's just how the world works we don't want to be in traffic of course because it's terrible but Ooh, yeah it's just yeah. you gotta have patience if you definitely if you like love that person want to be with that person i gotta learn how to work together be yeah. patient and really just understand a deeper you know like what's the deeper self like yeah what happened in their upbringing they child like why do they act like this? yeah is it something they just you know, deal with over time or they right. hear from it. It's a lot of different factors. But I say And that's what you bring up because I would say something I'm about to ask everybody a question I want you to answer and I want to talk about what mm-hmm. is kind of to that place because you're right. It can be upbringing, um, if you've gone to therapy, what kind of self help techniques you've gotten to that to the place of can I resolve conflict peacefully or am I the argumentative one? And I think that for I the problem. Yeah, am I the problem? And I think our listeners have to really be able evaluate and give themselves an honest answer so i'm just going to go quickly around the room to ask at a very basic level and i'll start with you brandon do you think you are an argumentative or a more peaceful person 
<laughs> okay. So I believe I'm more peaceful. Involve me, I can be argumentative. Oh. But now, as I grow and mature, because I'm probably the youngest on I'm 28, so as I'm growing and learning, I, I feel like I'm say <laughs> more mature and stuff. So okay, I'm pretty much peaceful. I don't like to deal with conflict like that. So. Okay, so we say peaceful person. What would you say, Chris? What do you? I don't know because you know I have stories that go along with my answers. Go ahead. <laughs> not to make it long, but when you was talking about you know being patient, I'm with all that in this now moment because I'm mature. Uh-huh. However, however, <laughs> the. Two previous relationships, I was with a guy. We dated for two years. It was long distance. And he wrote, he just drove the hell out of me. He was, I, I just couldn't do it. And very impatient with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I learned, and this was back in 2010, mm-hmm. I called shingles. Ooh, and I don't know great. if any of you guys know what shingles yeah. is. But mm-hmm. if you have the virus chicken pox, you typically have chicken pox once in your lifetime. Yeah. However, the chicken pox never goes away. It stays dormant in your body. Okay. And then if there's a certain stress or nerve, something, it, it's the same chicken virus, but it doesn't come out in chicken pox. It comes out in shingles. Well, I was in a wedding and I had on this undergarment and I thought I was irritated because it was actually on my um side, like for my breast going around my back. Yeah. And I thought it was irritation from the undergarment. And so I went to the doctor because it was like painful and it was red. And they was like, oh no, this is the beginning. So they right at the beginning. But when I say that was that was almost as painful as giving birth. Like mm. it was no joke. It was super painful. I had to take like eight pills a day <laughs> oh just God. to get rid of it. So at that point in time, I was working a very stressful job being a social worker, a tired social worker. <laughs> um, I was working with some badass adolescent kids, yeah. and it took me to that level of my body telling me, like, we need to figure something else out because that pushed me over the edge to yeah. the point where my health was at jeopardy. I had yeah. shingles, and yeah. at that time, I was in my early 20s. Yeah. So, lesson learned for me, I will never put myself in a situation um you know, to, to have to go through that again. So this that relationship that God reminded me yeah. of that. And I used to I always tell myself, like, Crystal, why is you still in this? Why why are you dealing with this? And I stuck with it, trying to have that patience, but it just didn't work out for me. And I had to let them go. And that was a and huge reminder. That was that was a huge reminder. So, like, it's typically old people get it. My mom and she was stressed. But, you know, it's some stuff, especially now, even with women, friends, I just be like, eh, no yeah. 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 take you on different to different places. Yeah. So what would you guys say on the phone? What are you starting to on? Would you say you're more argumentative or a peaceful person? Uh, well, I am the youngest one on this podcast. <laughs> I'm 22. And I love what? I love it. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh, I will argue you down. There's nothing you can say to me. I'm not I'm right all the time. And I'm I'm slowly but surely, surely, you know, I'm starting to uh, realize that I really just love the, you know, manipulation of, of causing reactions like that control over people. It's a real so thing. Like people you saw, you, like, you give where your, do you think that's coming you know, from you, for you though? Like <laughs> were you brought up that way? Did somebody uh, take your pacifier and I, like what happened? I was, I grew up in foster okay. care, so I have a totally different childhood okay. from a lot of okay. people, but um, 
I had to do a lot of stuff myself. I always seeked out people like even Shayna, like mentors. I, I seek them out. When I see a woman I love that's doing her thing, that's awesome. I, I attempt to attach myself to her because I want to manifest, you know, that awesome. Right, right. So uh, that's what that's what I do. But for some reason, like just that control of feeling like I'm in control of my situation, maybe because I wasn't in control of a lot of things when I was younger. It's just been like a it's just awesome. And I try to stop because my friends will let me know, too. Like, they'll be like, Leona, I am very well read. You know, I'm a journalist. <laughs> we learn manipulation techniques in school. And it's just like, I can, I will get the reaction I want. So I'm learning how to handle that and just be chill. But I, I'll argue all And I think, you like you said, you're 22. So I think you absolutely, you'll learn some things in talking today. But you're, mm-hmm. like we say, it's important, as Brandon said earlier, your upbringing, you know, because you did come up with foster care. We don't know your whole story, but that absolutely plays a role yeah. in you having yeah. to, like, fit for yourself and advocate for yourself. So it's very important important for any partner that you have to understand that. I think for anybody's partner, you got to know a little bit about that person's background because everybody was not just yeah. out here acting a fool or arguing or doing whatever just for fun. Some people are just for fun. You know, but some, <laughs> like, y'all, 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 just for fun. But some people are doing it. They might need help or they can't control it. And I think ultimately a partner has to decide, like, am I willing to get in the boat with them and try to help them through this? Or do I need to just say I'm a bow out? So what would you say, Jaquita, what's your nature? You know, just your general nature. I think that I'm peaceful. Okay. However, <laughs> everybody has however. People think I'm um, argumentative. Is it because you're a lawyer? Yes. Okay. That's, and that's exactly that how they follow it up. My thing is, most of the time, I'm not going to ask you a question that I don't already know the answer to or that I have not researched myself. Right. So yeah. I think I'm peaceful because if we have to have a conversation and I believe that you're being untruthful then i already have the facts and they take that as right. being argumentative but i'm like no i'm already i'm just presenting you I'm just in my case so i think i'm peaceful and i will say i try to avoid conflict unless i as though mm-hmm. you're telling a lie or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing is just stupid to me right and yeah. i think like, one of my podcasts, the girl said, she said, everybody's not stupid, but you're stupid. She was like, some people are stupid. <laughs> For me, I, I, I'm more of a peaceful person in this state. But what I will say is that in the past or now, I can be argumentative to some extent because I come from a very loud and confrontational and tall, confident family. And you got like all these, oh. yeah, these six foot trees in the room. Yeah. And you learn that oh. everybody... <laughs> And the thing is, when we're in a room together, everybody most times actually does have a valid point because I'll give my family those bonus points. They are all very intelligent. Like my family, my mom and sister sit up and watch Jeopardy and they actually answering the questions. I said, they're like, who answers the questions on Jeopardy? Like, but that's what they do. And like to play like Scrabble, the deluxe edition, you know? So that's the kind of geeks in my family. So it's like when you are in a room with them and a point is being made about something, most times everybody does have a very valid point. So from a very early age, it was to me like, I have to be able to stand up for whatever it is that I believe in and stand for that. Beginning, I would say earlier on, I was saying the beginning, earlier on in relationships, it was kind of, I would say my upbringing that made me feel like I had to fight for my right and everything. But then I found that sometimes mm-hmm. it's more strength and just protecting your peace and sometimes letting a pe- person believe what they want. Because at the end of the day, if mm-hmm. I know that what I'm standing on, oh, yeah. on is correct, 
or if I know what I'm standing firm is, is the right thing right for me, if nothing else, then I can move on from that. And I think it's important for the listeners to recognize and kind of self-evaluate to see, you know, am I argumentative? Am I peaceful? You know, and really be honest about it to evaluate where it's come from because it may be direct to go in to get some help. I may need to, I may need to go to therapy. I may need to start looking at myself a little bit more. So I want to ask this because I'm not a believer in this and I know some people, I've been fortunate really not to deal with this a whole lot, but I know some, and I'm, I'm going to direct this at you first, Brandon. So do you believe that some people just don't deserve response? Women who've dealt with partners that, and I'm just going to say it, men that have felt like they, they get in a, a say, a, a disagreement mm-hmm. and their man feels like I'm just not going to respond and literally will just ignore them. And they just have to deal with this person being in the house with them and not get a reply from them. So, like, do you do you think that's so fair? Mm, no, I don't think it's fair. Especially if you like in a relationship now. We just talking about random people. Yeah, Some people yeah, don't yeah, 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 response, yeah. But in a relationship now, y'all need to communicate because yeah. a lot of these relationships, just being real, they don't communicate effective. So when you don't have an effective communication, you really can't do much. You can't do much. So now nah, you need to talk. Cause yeah. see, I'm more of a this with me and my girlfriend. Like now, nah, I I don't like no mm-hmm. silent treatment, none of that. Let's no. just talk about it. You know, we ain't got to yell like and Yeah, you just got to be mature about it. So. Yeah, I agree. Nah. Do, you do any? Does anybody uh, you know on here think that some people in a relationship deserve silent treatment? Mm-hmm. I, I will say that I. I do think some people deserve it sometimes. Um, I'm going to tie it back to what I said earlier. I'm in a relationship right okay. now. We're going on a year and a half. Okay. Uh, so when when I talked about the art of arguing, I think what's tied to arguing is, is winning. Okay. And some people want to win more than they want to actually care about what's coming out of their yeah. mouth. And I've seen that happen a lot in relationships where people right. just be talking. They just be talking, and it's like sometimes you don't need to you don't need to respond because that response isn't going to help the situation at all. And I think, um, like my boyfriend, he <laughs> realized that with me a little early, a little <laughs> early on. So I, and because of him, in the way he he will be quiet, he'll make me sometimes think like, uh, "Dang, I'm just talking." Or else he also realizes some days I just need to talk okay. and I just need to rant, and there's not a response right. needed. But I feel like when you feed, sometimes if someone's arguing or trying to be confrontational or, you know, communication is not, um, they don't have productive communication, sometimes it is smart. And I think it is wise to let that person, like, listen to their selves, hear the words coming out their mouth, and endure that silence. And, and you don't need to respond because all you're going to do is add f- fuel to a fire or something that you know that has to do with that right that's being it's almost like you need to hear yourself talk crazy out loud i'm gonna let you rest in mm-hmm. what do you think you think some people deserve yeah, to be that's how i feel sometimes i think it's a time and a place for everything yeah. there's always a time for a conversation and a time to be quiet yeah um as far as my relationship my husband is just like really mellow okay um mm-hmm. we don't really he's not real argumentative like that's never really been his um his personality, like he don't have a argumentative, like just personality yeah. or the characteristics. So most of the time, if there's um, any type of disagreement or a debate, um, you know, I might do my little fussing or whatever. He, he's all not always, but he's humble enough, and I feel like he has a lot of love towards our relationship 
he will apologize mm-hmm. even if it's not his fault. Yeah. So that's kind of like the yeah. God of self that we practice. And it's not always just him. Because oh there's some days where, you know, I bite the bullet and I apologize. And, you know, I'm always right. So <laughs> it's, 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 um, I get it. It yeah. makes things easier. I think I found that in dealing with men in, in I would say, 2019, 2020, I found that even if I have a disagreement with somebody, we don't have to argue about it. I think we can have a discussion. You can understand how I, but I don't, I don't like that agree to disagree bullshit, but I think that we can have a discussion. We can get on the same page and we can understand how to move forward. You know, and I think again, I'm going to keep saying it it goes back to that maturity. Now I want to bring something up. I don't know. Has anybody in here ever read the book? Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Mm -mm, Okay. So for the listeners, if you have read it or if you haven't read it, don't read it. I'm saying so. I read it and it was a portion of the book that says some BS like this, that basically it was about communication. And it was more so I felt like in favor of the man saying that if you get into a conflict with your guy and the guy decides to, that he's not going to communicate with you, he's kind of going to go into his old little hole or his man cave, that when a conflict arises, that you should just let him go, stay as long as he wants to, wait for him to come out. And when he comes out, then work to resolve your issues. But while he's in there, you shouldn't bother him. You shouldn't ask him how long it's going to be. You shouldn't ask him anything. You basically shouldn't talk to him. And I'm like, does that make sense to anybody? No, no. we've been no. through that. Yeah. My husband in the in the past would walk away and I would still be talking and I would have to follow him. Mm. And so we had <laughs> to redirect him walking away yeah. and dealing with whatever mm-hmm. the conversation was. But in reverse, if it was something that I didn't want to talk about, I would shut down. Yeah. So he would Ooh. have to continuously talk to me but you know, we both told yeah. each other that itself. So his thing is, well, I'm gonna work on not walking away yeah. and stay in the conversation, yeah. and stay in the moment. Yeah. And mine was okay. Well, I'm going to continue to be vocal and continue expressing my feelings and not bothering the mother mm-hmm. giving you the silent. You know, because neither one of us gets accomplished that way what you said about that part in like when somebody brings something to me even if I know they're right like I like I don't want to talk about it I Mm -hmm. I, I hear you Mm -hmm. okay I'm done I get it I get it like they two sentences in I'm like I get it I get the fence so now I know it's like for me it's like I've obviously been in a car with somebody took out like Mr. Miss Smith I just want to jump out rolling I'm like sit here and I I don't think that's effective but I did want to bring that up so I want to get to since we are talking about conflict resolution why do you guys think people fight so much in relationships? And I guess these are why, what, what, what are they mm-hmm. fighting about? What's going on? Because you always have a person that wants to be right. As an example, mm-hmm. it's a little birdie by the name of Morgan Jackson that tried to call me out. Okay. And this was my maturity. I didn't respond to her because okay. I feel like if you had something to say, okay. you have my number and you know my address. Tried to call you out where? Like on social media? Just, just mm-hmm. Well, yeah. She posted something on Facebook mm. and there was this huddle in between a group of um, females that we, you know, kind of associated with. Mm-hmm. But it was a call out. For- okay. So, you know, if you had to say, you know my number and you know my address. Right, but right. But the maturity... The patience and the God in me, you know, I let it go. So, you know, sometimes you, you, there's always a person who wants to be seen, heard, wants to be on top. Mm -hmm. But once you reach the goal of patience, maturity, the level of God, it's some stuff. It's like, man, I ain't got time for you. You can't even reach. I ain't. So I think with that, that's Ms. a person Jackson, that has their own. Their tell own. me if you still got some beef. <laughs> no, <laughs> still the same. And I think those are the kind of people that just got that fight in them. Especially yes. if you out here Facebook yeah. or, you know, social media gang banging. Mm-hmm. 
people fight so much in relationships? They selfish. Okay, tell us more. I just feel like some people are just setting their ways. Like okay. like she was saying, like they just want to be right. They just they not trying to understand what you talking about. They just be like, okay, well, like I'm just really thinking of self. And I feel like, especially in a relationship, you got to take self out of it. Got to self. Yeah, you got to take mm-hmm. self out of it. If the goal is really marriage, now if y'all just playing around and stuff, whatever y'all doing, yeah. that's yeah. different. But like, if the goal is marriage, I got to take self out of it. Yeah. So, if the goal I, is marriage, friendship, yeah. paycheck, you know, it's a lot of goals. You got to put all that other stuff to the side and got to self. You got to take this from out. And I yeah. feel, go I, ahead, I'm sorry. You're fine. I, I think the same. I think people that argue really just argue because they want to be messy. You know, they want to be toxic. They feel bad and they want someone else to feel they want someone else to feel bad. Um, I just, with this relationship I'm in now, like my boyfriend, he never fights with me and I have never experienced this in my life because I just left college. So I was, you know, little boys <laughs> fighting all the time about all this kind of random stuff. But uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't even, because there's no need yeah. to fight. When you really think about it, when you have a problem, you know, you talk out a solution, you figure out the cause. There's no need for that, that anger and that hatred and that and yelling like it's not that needed. Is. And until I have someone make, you know, make me realize yeah. that like, oh, you're mad. And what are we solving with you yelling and slapping and running yeah. away? That's that's nothing. If we actually have a problem that's causing anger. That's going to be solved through thoughtful communication Absolutely. so it's yeah. just that's just toxic people that want someone else to feel as bad as they feel they're going to try to start something and if you don't want to start nothing and they go away it's because that was their goal was to try to start so they something. could go away <laughs> so it's just and I think it's, it's, another so part of that, that is, so. is two things that come to mind for me are pride pride is a motherfucker mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of people out here oh, yeah. they say I've heard people say do you want to be right or you want to be happy and mm-hmm. I think some people just want to be right mm-hmm. so it goes back to what y'all were saying about People being selfish, people just want to be no messy, sin. people want to be petty. It's not about keeping score. And we talk a lot about that. You know, yeah. you want the last argument, I'm going to win this one. You know, you're talking louder than me, I can talk louder than you. Or whatever's going on. I think that pride yeah. is a powerful thing. Pride will make you, the, the mightiest man will fall. Man or woman will fall because of yeah. pride. So you have to keep your pride in check. Pride can be a beautiful thing when used in the right way. You know, be proud of your relationship being healthy. Mm-hmm. Don't be proud of your relationship of acting a fool all the time. And I think another part of it is people partner with the wrong partner. A lot of people used to go listen to episodes one through what forty five that we had before now. But a lot of self help, myself included. I listen after we record. I go and listen to this stuff and I try to apply it to my life. But I think a lot of people go through life and they are just selecting partners and are not doing the self uh, self work and put it in, getting the help they need to make better decisions for life partners. Because at a certain age, I would say 30, most of us, you know, I, I would say many of us, I don't say most, many of us desire to be married and to have a solid relationship, even if you don't desire to be So you're still making the same mistakes somebody made college and are not growing from it mm-hmm. and then and you're still making the same bad decisions with the partners that you're selecting you are gonna wind up in relationships where you fighting you got conflict y'all always at each other's throats because he looked good she looked good i think we should be together we look good on instagram and that's all it's y'all instagram picture so mm-hmm. i think that's a huge part of we still we're out here 
choosing, you know, the wrong people. You gonna add to that? I was gonna add because um one of the the young ladies um mentioned that you need to have God in the center of things, mm-hmm. and with everything that you just said, mm-hmm. it reminded me of the scripture that we always refer to: mm-hmm. love is patient, mm-hmm. love is kind, love is, love kind. is not boastful, mm-hmm. yep. which is the pride, and yep. love does not keep score. Yes. So it's not about mm, you got me, I'm finna get you back, or it's some revenge, or yep. you know, I need to one up you, you know. Yep. When you at peace with yourself, yes, and you find the patience, the kindness, you know, and when it becomes a maturity thing to where you're not trying to one up the person, right? And you can have disagreements or you know, conflicts, and you can say, All right, you know what, for you, I'm sorry, you know, or yeah. for us, you know, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. die to self. Here yeah. go my slice of pizza, just, <laughs> just let me eat the pepperoni so you can just have the pizza, yeah. you know, you start to compromise, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So what would you mm-hmm. say, Jaquita, do you think that um, is the root of, you know, a lot of conflict in relationship or why people fight so much? Well, I definitely agree with everything that you all said. All of those were on my list. I would add jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more. of people, yes, a lot of people in relationships don't realize that they're truly jealous of another person's Ooh. success. So, so do you mean that? So tell oh. me, are you referring to jealousy within like their partner or jealousy of like other couples? Jealousy within their partner. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yes. Damn. So what attracts you to someone or what should attract you to someone is like they're on the same level up that you're on, or they're just a little bit higher and you are attracted to them because you're like, oh, they, you know, they really on point. Like they got this, they, they doing this. This is how they continue to elevate themselves. However, and I have noticed this a lot of times with men I've dated, they will pat me on my back, root for me, but Mm -hmm. in the same tone, yeah, they will try to like, I won't say knock me back down, but try to keep me at a certain level. Um, or mm-hmm. try to stunt the growth by making certain comments. Or they can't just move you for so long. Oh, as time go on, like mm, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Brandon over here doing a lot of blanking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you're right, though. I mean, this it's a lot of men out there. That's not me, but mm-hmm. nah, like if you're with that person, you should, you know, want to be happy for them. Like, you shouldn't have to be jealous. Yeah. So, but, but it is thing. some men that's like that. They like the power, they like the control, and they don't yeah. want no, some women, they don't want them to, you know, make more than them or be more successful than them, so. Or even look better than them, you know? <laughs> You can't date me or you looking better than me. <laughs> right. And I think it comes, if you're in a relationship, like you said, the dot self, it shouldn't matter, you know, if you yeah. make more, you may be a little bit higher of a, a, a position in your company. What your win is my win. We are together. This is one. You know, it's 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 no way to have success in situations, but we do see you're right. When they start out, you know, they're proud that you're a strong black woman or that you are doing this at your firm, whatever the case may be. And then six months in, it's like, oh, you got another promotion. Oh, you got this, you know. Instead of, you know, congratulating or finding out, you know, if they the way you are to see oh, how can you, I help you? You gotta be happy again today. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, out here living right. Your best life. you know, so what would y'all say? I was if you speak thinking about personally, and I think I'll start this one off. What have you found to be the biggest point of tension in your relationships where you constantly had conflict? And some things I want you guys to think about, especially the listeners. You know, did you see these things before you got in a relationship? 
flirts with the wrong person. And I would say when I got into relationships that I had the biggest conflict with, I saw all that before it started. Mm-hmm. I got with people that I knew were should have been just here for a good time, not a long time. People that were not focused and driven like I am in my career that you know, almost like when I hate when women say, like, I don't have female friends, I don't fool with other women. When men say, like, I don't fool with other niggas, it's like, you ain't got one friend, you know? So, <laughs> man, that's why you can't hang out with him no more. Or they always beg, you know, and I know this go both ways. I'm just speaking for me. I'm not bashing the men. But I think for me, the biggest point of tension where I had conflict, just ignore all the red flags before I signed up to be with that person. And I saw it. But because we had this quote unquote chemistry, which we know chemistry can be a catch 22. I thought that I should go ahead and jump out the window and it didn't work. So what would you all say has been like the biggest thing that stood out where you constantly had conflict with a person? Um, I would say lies. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I won't say it was just a, a learning tool for me in that relationship. I know more about these lies. <laughs> So for me, I am, I'm a Virgo, can't have like a really high type A type of personality where I'm checking off boxes. And I would say that I have not been in any tumultuous relationships because I'm well guarded. Like I kept my guard up. And if I saw the signs, I knew that I did not want to be in a relationship with a person. So I had like cousins and things was like, oh, you need to stop doing this checkbox on people. Just take a chance and date someone you would never, ever date. And, you know, stop saying like you're robbed doing that. Right. (laughs) Keep your opinion in your pocket. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say this was before I was 30. So I was like, okay. I'm going to do this. I dated someone who um, didn't have a college degree. That's, you know, totally off my list. Um, Dated someone who had kids, which before I was 30, that was definitely on my list. I mean, as a 30, you may run into someone who may have one or two kids. Right. But before 30, no. So this person, when we were getting to know each other, of course, I asked if they had more than that one child that I knew that they had. They said no. I asked them if they had ever been married before. They told me no. And I know that that was a question that I asked them because I said, well, what what prevented you from marrying the person who you had a child with or who that you were in the last long-term relationship with? So the first lie that I found out about was their mm-hmm. age. Something simple. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so what, tell me what they told you and what they were. So they told me that they were 36, but instead they were 37. Oh, they told you they were 36. They were 37. Okay, so that was a small lie. That was okay. not that bad. bad. <laughs> but see, the point was, it was like a stupid lie. And so that was right. my red flag. Yeah. I was like, this is so stupid. Why was it lie about one year? Uh, right. so that means he lied for no exactly reason. so that was the red flag saying okay if they lie about something this stupid then they're going to lie about anything so I called one of my male best friends I was like hey this is the lie what do you think as a male they were like oh that's something stupid you know like you, you all said it's simple so they said you know what just keep you know going forward checking things out so I didn't like, find numbers. <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> so I didn't find out the next lie until like maybe two months later. We're in this relationship. Um, I went against my own rules of waiting like more than six months to get in a relationship with someone. We got into a relationship after dating for like two months. So while helping him with some paperwork regarding his child, I found, out, I found out that him and the child's mother were married when the child was first born, which that child was like 14 years old. So this was 14 years ago. The point was you have lied about your age and you have lied about being married. And it was a stupid lie because you know that in my position, I can check records. Yeah, I could find out. <laughs> years ago. So it's like now you're playing with my intelligence. So after that lie, we broke up, and I was like, that first lie was a red flag that there should that I should have checked then that there were other lies because a lot of times when I'm getting to know men, I will run background checks on them. That's true. And I will check things because I, you know, I have to protect myself. And I mean, just I practice criminal law before doing what I do now. So I just know. <laughs> I you know. Heard, you heard a lot of lies. <laughs> yeah, I just I know the stuff that men are hiding. Yeah, so I would say that it, it yeah. <laughs> the lies, the lies, the lies, the lies, like Candy Bird. You ain't got to lie, Chris. <laughs> the lies. Exactly. So I was saying, I, like I was saying the more to that story for me was I I can let my guard down down a little bit as mm -hmm. far as checking people on their lies and you know fact checking things. Yeah, I'm sticking to that one on my list. I got it. Okay. I'm with it. What would y'all say has been the biggest point of of tension in relationships where you had conflict in Nashville? <laughs> Why you look at me? I'm looking at both of y'all. Mm. Look. I say maturity. I talked to him. He didn't want to cut my grass. His story. But, <laughs> you know, at that time, I was in my early 20s. Had my own little house. Thought I was doing something. And I just figured, like, you going to ask. He wanted to lay up and cuddle up and go out and do all this fun shit. But, you know, when it was time to cut the grass, he coughing like he got bad asthma. <laughs> but this nigga, you know, smoked. So it's like, okay, like, it's like you know, so the maturity for me was, you know, just a cutoff for a lot of people. They wasn't, you know, either focused. They wasn't serious. Even with my husband, when we met on our first date, I was like, okay, you know, what's your intentions? And he was previously married. He had two daughters from his previous marriage. He was like, you know, he don't want to get married again. He don't want no kids. Pretty much, he just told me he just wanted a um, a cuddy buddy. Mm. And I was like, well, you know what? I don't want to waste your time. And you clearly not going to waste my time because I know, you know, my value and I know what I want. I've never been married. I do want to experience having children. Um, so it just seemed like we was on two different pages. But, you know, I, I stayed there eating my little free meal and I had a couple drinks, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I was already out the house. But, you know, push comes shove. He kept calling me. Didn't and um, he been infatuated with us ever since. So I don't know. I just, you know, some people, they live for maturity. You know, you got to, for me, I had to make sure my standards and priorities were in place and yeah. that I didn't downgrade those expectations and you know I just stayed true to it and, and for me it leveled up to me and you know he'll be okay with me saying that but 
Yeah, it was just the maturity. These niggas out here was lame. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what people have to pay attention to, I think, for the listeners. You know, we talked about the lies. We talked about the red flags, the maturity. Don't downgrade yourself. What would you say, Brandon, from a male perspective? Because I know society would have us think that women are the only ones that argue or do any of we that. We the problem. Yeah, we the problem. So what would you say has been the biggest point of conflict, you know, in previous relationships or your current one? Mm, I say just she was stating basically saying like somebody always want to be right or they just like to argue so this one situation we ain't gonna dig too deep but okay, anyway, okay. Uh, she was just <laughs> just toxic so when you when I go back to like people upbringing or who have they dealt with before you mm-hmm. one woman I dealt with was just so messed up mentally by okay. her previous okay. ex she rolled that over over here so okay. she manipulative she accused you of lying when you ain't did nothing Yeah. so like Krista said, the maturity level is like mentally she ain't mature enough mm-hmm. to you know handle situations. This and she's standing there reaching her neck out yeah. to you, and you don't know why, but she yeah. waiting on you to smack her, and you don't even hear me. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah, she used to. And then, had, and then, majority of the time is like she was being manipulative, or you was doing something out of pocket mm-hmm. trying to accuse me. So right, and I think that's, and we're gonna mm-hmm. do a whole episode on that eventually on emotional maturity. I think that is the first step to success in any relationship: man, woman, cat, dog, child, whatever, because. You would have to have a certain level of maturity to handle so much in this life. We go through so much yeah. mentally, physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually, financially, occupationally. You can literally go through something in every category that I named every single day. And you, if you're dealing with, um, mm-hmm. if, especially if you want to rough. And if you're dealing with somebody that's immature, they are not going to get it. And they are not going to get your case. Yeah. Because I yeah. know. I, in the past where I was almost on CNN yeah. wearing the orange jumpsuit yeah. on a live exclusive interview yeah. Yeah. with Don mm-hmm. Lennon about why I was finna snap. Yeah. If I would have snapped, that, that would have been That's where that it was going to go. Because if you're not dealing with somebody emotionally mature enough, they aren't going to care. They aren't no. going to show you empathy or compassion. They don't have no They're not going to have no support. They're not going to have no nothing words. positive to say. They may even like tease you to the point like, yeah, that, I knew that was going to happen to yeah. you or that should have happened to you. And if you are a person mm-hmm. that's dealing with somebody like that, you need to leave that person right now. Yeah, I'm saying it. So I think that's the, the, the <laughs> overall theme of with dealing with conflict in relationships. If you're finding that in listening to this episode, you're recognizing, yeah, we go through conflict and we go through conflict on a certain level would be small. How mature am I? And how mature is my partner? And also you have to decide, mm-hmm. say if you are the person that's listening, you've recognized maybe you you have some some uh, things underline to work through, underlying issues you need to work through the maturity. Yeah. You need to decide, can I work through these in a relationship? Or do I need to step away and work through these alone? Yeah, yeah. and Or vice versa. If you recognize that your partner may be the one because just because you recognize it doesn't mean your partner's going to receive it. Your partner may be- But I will, I will say something with maturity. I think a lot of people, for some reason, I don't know how we were taught, they, com- they compare maturity with age. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and all I've ever known is that maturity has to do with experience. Yeah. Yeah. I know so many people that have met me and they think I'm 30 or 30 something just because I'm you know I didn't get to do all the kids stuff I had to learn stuff fast I had to get with stuff yeah. fast I experienced some things and so maturity comes with experience so I think some people they want to be yeah. mature they probably you know crave it but they just haven't had those type of situations hit their life yet for them to develop that emotional maturity yeah. so I think it, I think it's hard when you're in different you're on different emotional levels with somebody you like or think you care about because it's like I can't force you to go through you know experiences yeah. Yeah. you know 
So I just that's something I, I agree about. Mm-hmm. Maturity yeah. is not always age. Like when I hear some people talk about kids, like oh they eighteen they go now. No, they not. That's why they just talking about <laughs> gender um, surgeries and stuff. These kids mm-hmm. changing their gender, and they was like they don't even know what they want, who yeah. they are. Yeah, they don't wait until after they're a certain age to do it and not allow them to do it while they're still maturing as individuals. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, it comes from mm-hmm. experience. That's so true. You can't just say, I'm 21, I'm grown. You may as you grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got a lot of life to live. Truly learning. Mm-hmm. Some people do learn it faster than others. And some people are naive, don't have street sense, a lot of things like that. So mm-hmm. you have to be mindful of those things before yeah. you just, you know, jump out the window with somebody. So do you guys think that in speaking about that, because you may be a person that's emotionally mature, your partner or someone you may come across probably the opposites mm-hmm. attract or should ocean. I asked that because in my past, I kind of ran to the opposite of myself. Because in the beginning it kind of seemed fun. But as I got older, I'm like, no, that that fun lasted like 30 minutes. And I'm like, nah, that's that's for me. So what do you all think about that? I think that the, the, the person needs to definitely know Jesus. If they don't know Jesus, <laughs> then that's red flag, orange flag. So like, they like, opposite yeah. from the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's first flag. You know, leave that alone. So if yeah. they do like Jesus, if, they, like, if they like Jesus, then we can move forth with the next question. The next point of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so even if it is opposite, so you like to go out, they like to stay in. You like to turn up. They don't. Oh, I take that back because you know my husband opposite. He real quiet, mellow. He don't really <laughs> yeah. talk to a lot of people. He will hold the conversation, and he's very intelligent. It's probably one of the smartest men mm-hmm. I've come across you know in life but he he's fit you know me i'm so how does that work for y'all because i wear a lot of colors yeah so how does that work it just works it'd be some days you know we'd be like all right let's go to frozen and then you know i'm like all right you got the keys and he'd be like damn you all dressed up and i'd be like baby look obama or somebody might be at the girl's house (laughs) you know Table selling cookies, and I need to be prepared. Yeah. You know, you gotta stay ready that way you ain't never gotta get ready. Yeah. He's like, you make me feel like I need to go and put on some clothes. Put, put, put on some clothes. Yes. <laughs> you ain't gotta wear t-shirts and jogging pants every day. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. We just he he but he you know him. Yeah. I mean, so he just I don't know. We are totally different. I'm colorful, I'm very blunt, yeah. He's very quiet, and he's very humble, but there are certain mm-hmm. characteristics about him that I wish I had because yeah. the kid that I told you yes. he was previously married and he has two, you know, um, children with the previous marriage. I can't stand their mama. I okay. wish I could just jab her in the throat, okay. but I can't do that, right. you know, because it's all how, it's a, it's, that's the majority is what you yeah. say. But it be certain <laughs> things when I used, I remember I used to tell him, man, I don't know how you so calm about this. You know, you tell me, go, I'm going to get her. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, because I know you got the bond money, but you know, he, he don't jump to you know, like crazy reactions and yeah. retaliation yeah. and stuff like that. And then it'll take some time. And this is where God will, you know, fall on my shoulder well, and then the should. angel shoulder tap yes. me and say, you know what? You ain't right for that. You ain't even right for thinking that. Yep. So then I had to go back and apologize to Thanks. him and remind him, you continuously be that man that God has put you to be. And not only that, mm-hmm. but because that's the only that's the only um reason you're going to continuously stay blessed because yeah. you're so humble 
you know, and he don't let like dumb shit, yeah. dumb people like affect him. Yeah. Whereas I be ready to check a hoe. Like, look, blink, blink. Like, I just, I don't mm-hmm. know, but yeah. Ask somebody else. When, <laughs> when I was going to say just a quick tidbit. When it comes to opposites attracting, I have always had this belief. I think that everyone needs each other, but not everyone needs to sleep with each other (laughs) when it comes to like my age group, because I feel like there's a lot of people that you look at and they inspire you or there's something about them that draws them to you. And I feel like a lot of people have a lot of characteristics that people want to you know, learn from or mature from, but then that's what something you brought up earlier is that boundaries come yeah. in place uh, so that you don't, you know, cross lines. Because I think God gave all of us different gifts on right. purpose. And I think we all need each other to succeed. But when it comes to a lot of people that say Be opposites attract, I see it all the time where they don't really attract. Maybe you needed that person to mm. grow, but you didn't need to be with that person. That makes person. sense. We could attract for you know? And so that's what I I think. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. So what do you say, you know, what do y'all say couples have to do in order to avoid the conflict continuously? Is it, because I think it's a difference, self-preservation versus dependency. Because sometimes we show up in relationships and we think our man got to solve every single problem in our life to make us happy, make us sad, make us joyful, make us everything in between. Versus you have to be able to decide like, okay, it's some things your partner cannot fulfill in you. Some things you are responsible for yourself. So what would you say? And I think this goes right into a segue for like the resolution. What would you all say overall if you had to give like a piece of advice to people in order to find a solid ground on being able to stop the conflict, to avoid the conflict, or just to find a resolution within the conflict of their household? What do people have to do? They have to go to therapy. And I will say therapy for the individual, therapy for the couple. And use the tools that you get out of therapy. A lot of people go to therapy and then that's it, but they don't use the tools that the therapist gives them. And a lot of those tools will help you have effective communication skills. And that's missing in a lot of relationships. And you're going to continue to have those conflicts if you're not communicating. I agree. And I think a part of therapy is more people need to recognize you need to go to therapy when your boyfriend, girlfriend, don't wait until you are engaged. And I know a lot of people do that, but I've heard a lot of things and I believe in this because by the time you get engaged, you're going to walk down the aisle. You know, the therapist could probably sit right there and tell you not to do it. But you're going to be like, well, I got this ring. You about to go ahead and do it. We're going to figure it out. My mama didn't buy her drink. Yeah, you feel an obligation. (laughs) But I think if you try to go to it before the engagement, while you're in a relationship, you may find that you and your partner, hopefully, you know, it may work out or you may find y'all not supposed to be together and y'all can go separate ways before you walk down the aisle to say, I do. So my piece of advice would be start therapy now. If you got a boo tonight, go ask your boo. Can we go to therapy? He may say nothing wrong, <laughs> but no relationship is perfect. Everybody got something they need to work on. Mount Zion has a class for those Nashvillians that are local. (laughs) It's for individuals who are dating, engaged, married, thinking about being in a relationship. And it is an awesome premarital course. It talks about finances, family, education, sex, bills. Um, religion. work, religion, blended families, like the whole shebang, you name it. And it's very, very, very insightful. And as she just mentioned, it will give you tools 
Um, and for me, those tools are recognizing certain red flags. Mm-hmm. And if you can mm-hmm. push through and, you know, figure out a common ground of those red flags, then it's fine. But if not, you have that awareness. Yeah. Um, so, you know, good, good class. Shout out to Mount Zion. I'm here for <laughs> so what would y'all the phone that have, who hasn't given their opinion. What would y'all say is the, the, the fix to avoid these conflicts? What do you say, Brandon? Like you said, it, you gotta have your, you gotta be sure in yourself first. Okay. So when you come to a relationship, yeah, you can't be dependent. Like it's cool to like motivate each other, help each other, but you can't be dependent mm-hmm. on your partner. You gotta fix yourself. Yeah. So that's part of, like, like I said in the beginning, patience with each other. Like you gotta set boundaries. Now I ain't just saying let somebody talk bad. To you. Nah, none of that. Yeah. But just patience understanding each other and really communicating effectively that's like a big thing even my current relationship like we communicate effectively like even if we don't want to talk like we communicate now if you just really upset and you know you're gonna say something crazy i will respect you more if you be like hey brandon let's just can i just get like five fifteen minutes and we can come back to this right Cool, but when silent treatment and stuff, I just don't like that. Like I understand, like some people. No, that's that's, that's immaturity. Yeah, but mm-mm. so you got a boo? Yeah, I got a boo. Your boo listening to you talk about all this? Yes, ma'am. Oh. <laughs> hey, and I heard Will and Jada say something. I think it was on a red table talk about when they were going through, you know, certain times and. He got, they have a rule, you know, they try, they don't curse at one another. And he said that they would get to these moments of conversation. I need to step away because right now, if I speak to you, like, I'm not going to present my best self. Like, I'm not going to be the person that mm-hmm. I know I can be I you right now. Yeah, so he's like, let me walk away and come back when I can talk to you with respect, basically. Because sometimes, you know, when you're that rich, I can only imagine if you're might you got that much money involved. But I think sometimes you do get to a point, depending on what it is, where it's like, and I know I've been there, where it's like, if I part my lips, I'm going to, and I can never come back from. So it's literally, yep. like, let me walk away, let me yeah. steal them. And I'm going to talk about it, but like you said, let me know. I need a mi- I need some minutes. I don't have a number of minutes, <laughs> but I need some minutes to walk away from this and come back. And I promise when I come back, we are going to talk about this. But in this moment, we are going to get worse keep doing what we're doing right now and so, that's maturity that's yeah. maturity yeah that's a person who realizes their temperament that's a person that realizes mm-hmm. that they need a moment to gather their thoughts together their self but that's also a person who cares about the person if you care enough about a person yeah you don't want to them you don't want to put yourself or them in a situation to where it can become hurtful yeah. so that takes maturity to even say it to realize the situation but you know, even just communicating, we will come back and readdress this. But mm-hmm. right now, I just need a minute. So just, just make it clear, minute. you know, because yeah. if you, because I know for me, and I try to say like, treat people like you want to be treated. I say things I want people to say because if you say to me, Shane, I need a minute, I'm gonna say how many minutes. <laughs> so if it's so, I, so I tell, I say I need a minute. I'm like, or I'll say I need to step away. But I promise we're gonna talk about it tonight. I'm like, you know. It may be 11.58, but we're going to talk about it tonight. I promise you that, and I'm not going to break that promise. So I just, again, that communication being effective. That I'm a person tr- needs yeah. to be mature and patient. Yes. And, and that person got to know, the person dealing with me got to know, like, okay, yeah, she said it. We are, I just need to let her walk away from yeah. the house, go up in flames. Yeah. You know, we all set a blaze up in. Yeah. So let me, you know, let that go. So um, 
anything else that you all think we would add to that in regards to how we can avoid the conflict? Because I think we touched on some pretty powerful points. I believe the children of you. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Let them lead the way. Show them all the I, beauty. And it's with you. Happy birthday, Nippy. Come on, come on. <laughs> I know that I know that, that song was just being sung to be funny. But I honestly do think the children are the future. Cause I I figure like now the problem <laughs> I'ma let her finish it. Okay, what you say, Leo? <laughs> I know it's not gonna air on the like but today is her birthday, so we had to give a tribute. <laughs> now it's okay. I said I know that that song was like sung kind of to be funny, but I kind of believe in it a little okay. bit because I know I'm younger and everything, but I've just realized, you know, especially when we get into these spaces where uh well I know I have been able to talk to my my birth mom and um my aunt, the people who raised or helped uh, me develop at home in Nebraska, and I just realized, like, people weren't vocal back then, oh, and no. children now, sometimes we talk way too much, but I feel like children are the future. We are definitely communicating yeah. way more. Some some a little too much. I'm not going to lie. I think sometimes we definitely over-communicate um, some feelings, but it's just like, I feel That's like now that we're in this whole now that we're in this whole age where we're asking questions and we're not afraid to ask questions and we're trying to understand earlier and it's like we we're being able to go through those experiences gain that knowledge uh that i feel like just maybe previous generations people would just be like nah you know forget that don't mess with him you know my mom and stuff they used to always say stuff like you know if a dude you know, makes you mad, just leave them or don't, you know, just the way they would hand, yeah. handle stuff, and they just try to tell us that. You know, but our parents were raised completely now, different than yeah. we were raised. The things we do now, our parents would have mm-hmm. never did. The things, the questions that we ask, you know, even, you know, communicating with our partner, let that man, let that man pay yeah. bills, let him do what he want to do. My yeah. Mom, think I'm no, crazy. he can't just do what he want to do. <laughs> he got a whole baby. So I was just saying, children are future. Yeah. So yeah, it, it absolutely goes back to that children upbringing. I think future. you have to recognize how people were brought up, and that's absolutely going to play a role. But some, you know, you may meet a twenty-two-year-old or thirty-two or forty-two-year-old that believe that women don't talk back, quote unquote, to their man, or I pay the bills, you do yeah. what I say, and you have to have those conversations so you can have a true understanding of who you're signing up to do life with. So I think that ultimately, when it comes down to avoiding conflict or dealing with it, I think the bigger picture here is that men, men, whoever, have to be able to evaluate their role in the situation. What growth do they need to make happen? Mm -hmm. What are they doing right now to make things play out the way they are? But also just recognize that emotional maturity. That's the word of the day. 
You need to be dealing with an emotionally mature person. And if they are, you can't make somebody grow up. We all know that. You can't make them do that. So I think emotional maturity is going to be the name of the game. And if you find that you are in a constant conflict with your partner, you need to recognize, am I willing to stay in and fight the good fight? Do I have a person that's willing to go to therapy or take whatever steps I need to in order to get a resolution? Or do I have somebody that's okay with being complacent and staying where they are? And do I want to sign? And if I'm going to yeah. stay, I need to shut up. You don't need to realize. If I'm gonna stay, I need to shut up. But if I'm not gonna stay, I need to I need to run, run real mm -hmm. quick, like far. So, for, on that note, everybody, give yourself a round of applause for this wonderful episode. Woo! Everyone's opinions are always valued and appreciated, and we'll be right back with Montana Minute. We are now introducing a new segment to the podcast. This is called Living Single. We want you guys to send in any of your relationship questions, if you need advice, or if you just want to give feedback on the show on a topic that we've discussed. Feel free to DM them on Instagram to Shannon Montana, or you can inbox me on Facebook, Living Single, and we'll definitely be touching on these topics on each episode going forward. And now this brings us to the Montana Minute. The first thing, conflict doesn't have to be a driver in your relationship. I think everyone may disagree with their partner here and there, but you shouldn't have conflict so much that it causes major problems all the time. If you do, you may have some work to do in other areas of your relationship that you hadn't thought about. The next thing, fight fair. Don't go below the belt. Everybody can win in the end. And the last thing, own your role in the conflict and work to fix it with your partner instead of against your partner. It's not a competition. And if it is, it's one that neither one of you should want to win because you're in it together. So now I leave you all with the question to be single or not to be signing off yours truly, Shanna Montana.